we could work in. Go ahead. You're fine. I can that, uh, that's inappropriate. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite. Good day, good week, good month to you all. My name's Dan. And I'm Bruce. And you're listening to... Sorry, I was caught up in the moment. I know. It's hypnotizing. Wellity, 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 well. We're here. We don't need any more bears. Bruce is back for another exciting trip down memory lane, or as we like to say, uh, sort of forgotten memory lane. Maybe you remember some of these artists, maybe you don't, but most of it is lost, uncompromisingly lost to the ravages of the thrift store. The dusty bins still hold their secrets, Bruce. (laughs) Hey, if I can remember one thing, I would call it a total victory. I would call it a total victory myself. I mean, have you ever met a guy named Garnet? Uh, not first name Garnet? No, he was named after a precious gem, I believe. <laughs> and he sounds like this. He's a baritone. Stop where they found water. Georgia boys with their greedy eyes. They're Georgia boys. Sounds a little bit like a Celtic sound, you know, like it's like an Irish. It does. And the moon shone into the sea. Oh. It says here Cape Cod Mass. And crossed our paths with silver. Snow goose songs. 86. And the dark outside. And the music made you shiver Be the gypsy I'm waiting for the beat to drop by the way Yeah, I know, right? Across the desert Bass is ripping, though yeah. Ooh, there's a little three Dancing Two, boy, three, one Well, no, that's not good there I'm trying to find the signature here One, two, three One, two, three One, two, three One, one Yeah it's an interesting one. It is. Well, it's Garnet Rogers, everybody. On the outside track record with Gypsy Song. Kind of Wyndham Hill kind of. I like those toms. Is that a 12 string that I hear in the background? I think so. Oh, yeah. the world's cut up by fences to catch the gypsy. Yeah, I like the drums. Back in the day when you could They just don't sound like that anymore. Everything is one volume. Everything gets compressed and then boosted. So it doesn't matter how lightly you hit the drum, it all sounds the same. Yeah, yeah. Put the plate reverb over there, eh? For your thoughts only keep us it's really hard to dance. It really is. <laughs> Do we slow dance or is this disc best? And the children. It created a lot of awkward moments at the dance. And it's hard to be the gypsy. Everyone's just like, yeah. everybody. It's all happy. Everyone's just like, 
Wait for it. A lot of legs were broken. No dancers were Herm. Yes. In the recording. I do like the sound of that bass. You have to be cold inside not to love a fretless bass. No. He's got all all of the, you know, the ooh, ah, like a fretless bass. You know, when somebody busts out a fretless bass, it, it you know, raises an eyebrow. Like, oh, wow, when you're amongst musicians. And then if somebody busted out a 12-string guitar, when you're with a bunch of non-musicians, it was like, wow. Oh, yeah. You can back play in college, man, somebody busted out a 12-string guitar under the tree, playing my songs that I wrote. Ooh, here we go. Picking it up. Now it's a dance song. Now we can go do see do So we've got Al Cross on drums, David Woodhead on electric and, or fretted and fretless bass, piano and DX7. You can't have an 80s record without a Yamaha DX7 on it. Garnet Rogers, electric, yeah. acoustic, six and twelve string guitars, violin, viola, mandolin. I didn't hear any of those and vocals. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess later on in the record he'll get to more of his instrumentation. But yeah, Garnet Rogers, nicely the done. Outside track, nicely done. I did enjoy listening to that. Valerie Enterprises, Ontario, Canada. Wow. So this has a this has a Massachusetts sort of thing going, and and a Canada thing. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, North Northerners, they're all kind of the same, you know. If you, if you go over to Minnesota, you know, <laughs> they're like from Canada, eh, you know. We go out there, it was like 40 below, <laughs> and uh, uh, the old pan froze. <laughs> it's going to turn cold tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's about time we jump back into our awesome regular programming and... and uh, this is uh, something that I don't really have a name for, but I'm going to make one up right now. It's that record you bought at the bar from the band that has absolutely no cover. And all it says on here is Stan Bader presents an evening at the stakeout. I'll tell you something. If you bought a record from the band that played at the bar you were just listening to it's gonna be good I, i'm just calling it right they now. were they they want it to be good for sure I they mean, want it to be like what they just heard unless it was your sister here we go hi everyone oh. this is jerry mendelson hey. coming to you from stan bader stakeout on hey, kimikamak road in beautiful downtown park ridge new jersey park ridge now, new jersey music, there's that lovely theme from man and a woman <laughs> oh i wow. know what this is this is like, I remember, when I first moved to Philly 20 years ago, by the way, Bruce. 20 years. By the way, Bruce. We're up o- on that anniversary. In October, it will be 20 years. Yeah. 20 years ago, Dan and I met at a local pub. In a dark corner. But when I first moved here, there was still remnants of this culture, which was, you would go out to a bar or a restaurant and there would be an organ trio that would play this. Oh my gosh. (laughs) The organ trio. It's basically the organist played bass with his feet right? and and most of the stuff. Then you have a drummer and a guitar player or maybe a singer or something. And that's all you would hear all night. That's all you'd hear all night. This is why all those movies back then have this kind of music where they're like, John, how's the steak? 
It's divine. <laughs> Maybe we should go over to the fish tank and pick out a lobster. <laughs> Why don't we? Maybe we should dance. When you take your lobster choice, you want to pick the one that's the feisty one. <laughs> He's a live one. Oh my gosh. Listen to that slap back. Some sort of echo going on. This is this is what our grandparents were like. We want to go to a nice place. Let's yeah, go over to the steak. We want to go to a nice place, and we want to hear music that is not born of Satan. <laughs> I don't know. This sounds more like Satan to me every day. <laughs> Satan comes dressed. As a wolf in sheep's yes, clothing. Yes, that's right. He is a wolf in sheep's clothing. Don't be fooled. He's like, guys, I'm going to be at the stakeout tonight with Jerry Mendelssohn. Let's just see if there's any talking, because that would be so cool if he said at the end, like, thanks, everybody. Try the veal. <laughs> we'll be here all weekend. We're going to pick things up on our next tune. That's right. Barely. Yeah, this is like, there's definitely an opening tune, because it's got just enough energy, yeah. but it's not overwhelming. No one's in the back like, ah, oh, could you turn it down, please? <laughs> Every once in a while, one couple will get up and start dancing. Yeah, yeah, and then the song's over and, and it they sit down. And it would be awkward for everyone else. Except them. But it would be adorable at the same oh. time. You're right there, picking it up in the second one. Just barely. So what I like about this is that there's absolutely nothing on the cover. If you'd like to see this cover, which has nothing on it, go to our Instagram page, Who the Hell Are You Podcast. You can make it up, and uh, it could be anything you want it to be. That's true. He could have gotten his kids to just draw all these. Seriously. Well, ladies and gentlemen, another amazing night of organ Wonderful. music out at the stakeout. Now, somebody bought this, and they never played it, because look at, look at the condition of this thing. It's like So it was just like a humor, all right, I'll buy you right. Yeah, yeah, he's like, like okay, right, look. I'll buy one. Nobody else bought one? Okay, I'll be look, that Jerry, guy. I know the <laughs> record's at 10 bucks. That's how much it cost to fill up my gas tank on Sunday. <laughs> but you walked here. Yeah. Couldn't you imagine if things stayed the same? You know, you'd be spending $40 for, for a record now. <sighs> Some people do. I mean, some of the new releases are really expensive. I have not. I don't think I've ever spent more than $25 on any yeah. music. Right. I think that was it the was most. close back when. That was like a double CD. I was going to say, back in the day, CDs, yeah. where they're like, yeah, they're just going to get cheaper. Yeah. You know, fast forward to 1998, they're yeah. like $16 for the mm -hmm. new Eve record. I don't think so. I remember I was DJing in the late 90s, and so you had to buy CDs if you wanted to play the new hits. And they weren't, they were no longer selling singles of these hits. So you had to buy the, whole the entire thing. thing. And then when the iTunes came out a few years later, I was the first person to go, that's what you get, record industry. That's right. For, for, for you know, turning the screws on us for so many years. It's and big. now who releases full albums anymore? I mean, it's not too often. It's, it's all like clusters of singles. No. And, you know, you'll be lucky if you get an EP. I mean, you know, the big, huge names will, do, will put out albums. But anybody else that's trying to do anything in the industry is just going to throw out just like one song after the next and see what sticks. Throw it against the wall. That's right. See if anybody salutes. Well, I have something exciting that I would like to share with you. And, and maybe this could be the theme today. I remember now that 
I had bought this single that I thought was, um, you know, a popular band. And when I looked inside, it is not what I, the cover says. It is a test pressing, Bruce. Ooh. This is going to be something that maybe no one has ever heard. I just got goosebumps when you said test pressing. It says it right there, Dang. test pressing. And on the top it says HV Waddell Company. 231 West Olive Avenue, Burbank, California. All right, so anybody out in Burbank, yeah, let us know about West Olive Avenue. So the label, it it says label, Microman. And then it says ID number, Kim Dorrell. So that doesn't sound like the label or the ID number. So I'm guessing it's a song called Microman by Kim Dorrell. But we're going to find out, ladies and gentlemen. Aren't you excited? I'm excited. Micro man. <laughs> I hope it's not insulting. Oh, more bass and horribly programmed drum. No, that's real drums. No, that, that might I, be. I feel like that's programmed. We'll see. <laughs> I feel like it. They're all coming from. All these sounds are coming from one instrument. Letter to nerds around the world. How much have we gained? How much time until the final fall of pain and sane and tainted micro man? Micro man! Micro man! Micro man! Now wait a minute, is that Kim who's singing? Because who's this guy? Appropriate developments with no overt delay. Is he thousand I mean, most likely to invent and just hired an actor just to talk sense. The numbers do not show it, then it surely can't exist. I'm sorry, sir, but love does not appear upon the list. The list is up to date. No love for digital beings. Just remember that, people who want AI. Wait, wait, let's see if we can see what happens there. What is he saying? Here we go. Something speaking German. Wow, don't complain to me, you I don't make the rules. Right, he's just programmed. King Crimson. Oop. there. I like when flubs get left in. Well, this, this was a test pressing. That's why they yeah. just took it back. They're like, no, take it back. Do it again. So somebody was sent this in the mail, probably. And they're like, tell us what you think. This had to be early 80s. Or, I mean, this is like Thomas Dolby. Um, well... You're the, the person who's producing this, man. 
If you want this for like, where do you send it? Like, where do you send it? It's not pop radio. Is it like uh, a TV show? I don't know. I don't know. See, there she is. Kim's just like second fiddle in this. She was the big name they hired, and uh, they just pushed her back. What's her name? Kim Dorell. D O R R. No, D-O-R-E-L-L. Fourteenth decimal place. This is a really long song too. This is yeah. on thirty-three. Jeez. And it's the, almost the whole song. This guy had a vision when he came up with this song. Now he's singing. He sounds like Bowie now. It's very yeah, very triumphant sounding. I, I kind of yeah. like it now. Let me see him. Yes, Micro Man. See, nowadays, Micro Man would be like a uh, Cardi B song, and it would not be appropriate. Somebody had a lot of synthesizers. That's definitely a drum machine because it hasn't changed at all the entire. Unless it's a very, very. They got like, you know, Andy Newmark to do the drums or something. Remember, kids. Microman is drumming. Yeah, Microman got a tiny little drum kit. Remember, kids, back in the day when a drum beat doesn't change, that's a real human doing it. They actually practiced enough that they can hit the drums over and over and over again, and it sounds like a drum machine because we're so used to consistency now. Oh my gosh, it's scary. It's, it's going off. All right, we have to figure out a design. Tired okay, me out a little all bit. All right. Okay. All right. It's what do we got? Real. What it's do we got, real. Kaufman? 1982. Kim Durrell, Microman. 82. Let's let's. Where do... would you possibly hear this if you were? You, you know, know. You know what it says? The style is disco. Ah, well, that's good lord. And you know what? Somebody actually has posted on Discogs. The test pressing picture. So I'm not the only one huh. to have the test pressing. Somebody else was sent There's this. There's at least one other person. So it says Oz Magical Music, 1982. Um, never been sold, apparently. And um, I ch- Kim Durrell, let's look up her real quick. Kim Durrell literally had one record, and it was called Microman from wow. 1982. Now, how... And it was literally a single. So here's the real cover, or here's the real label. It actually got put out. Ladies and gentlemen, wow. we have found a one-off song, a one-off song, Microman, by Kim Durrell, the test pressing. The normal, let's see, the normal 12 inches on Oz Magical Music. And, you know, that's only selling for Does a couple of Does she write this? Or is she, just, is she just literally just the background singer, but she's... Featured as the, the, you know, the performer of this 
song? I mean, obviously. Because she's yes. way back. She's pushed in the background. <clears throat> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, somebody was like, look, 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 we're going to get you this record deal, but we're going to have uh, Hans Volman come in and, and <laughs> say a bunch of stuff. And you're going to be... The well-known name. Yeah, you're going to be in the back. Just just yeah. sing. You'll get your shot. Don't worry, Kim. Yeah, don't, don't worry. We'll, we'll turn you up after the test pressing. But I thought the test pressing was the final. No, 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 no. no it's not how the business works, sweetie. No, yeah. <laughs> um, Bruce, it's time for our non-musical selection. No music. Bring it. You ever heard of Wild Man Steve? I have not. I have known a few Wild Man Steves, but I don't think the Steves that I know are the ones that well, we're about to listen to. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. Oh, he's got a backing band. Never mind. <laughs> well, I'd like to let you know that they call me the wa ha 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 and there's only two of them in the world. Ooh, fake laughter. North, yeah. South, east, west. I don't care which wild man you like the best. Has it's the Geeter with the heater. Yeah. The boss with the hot In sauce. Jewish, they call me wild man. In Italian, they call me wild mini. In person, I use the wild man. What? Are they really oh, putting in fake gosh. laughter? Well, I guess you can tell from that accent that the wild man is not Russian. Coast, I speak a little Russian. Learned it from a Russian over there in Africa. Listen to him trying to con the Africans to turn communist. Yes, he speaks a great, great <laughs> the speech cover the of this He was telling them, join the communist party. Just we promise gold. you a, there is, a bicycle uh, in every hut. Wild man Steve dressed paper down by in the swamp. Uh, an old caveman outfit with a big club like Captain K. Man. It looks like a piece of, like it looks like a, a, a loaf of French bread or a giant turd. It's like slung over his shoulder, and he's got a, just the cheesiest smile on his face. And of course, he's got the cave woman uh, on the floor, just kind of hugging his leg. Chief, I did wow. not know that you had cows over here. Whose idea? I the chief wonder. said, Oh, yes, Could it be we wild got man cows Steve's? over here in Maybe. Africa. And I please don't step in the Ungaga. So. Don't step in the Ungaga. Now, by the way, it says adult comedy, so I'm wondering if we're going to have to edit this out. Oh, they advertise, go to Paris, go to Nassau, go to Egypt, go to Italy, go to Israel, Italy. but never go to Africa. Coast, I felt very proud the other day. I was out at the airport and I saw a colored fella buying a ticket, getting ready to go to Africa. And he said to the ticket teller, real proud, I've saved all of my money and I want a ticket to Africa. The ticket seller counted out his money and he said, oh, you're five cents short, you only got $495.95. Five cent. A trip to Africa costs five hundred dollars. The colored fella said, "This is all the money I have. Just four hundred and ninety-five dollars and ninety-five cents." Waiting for the payoff. Serious. Well, why don't you do this? Walk out into the airport. Anybody'll give you a nickel. Anybody'll Anybody. give you a nickel. I'd give you a nickel mean? myself, but it's against company regulation. The fella walked out into the terminal. And he walked up to a white fella and he said, "Sir, pardon me, sir. Could could you give me a nickel to go back to Africa?" The white fella looked at him and said, a nickel will take you back to Africa? He said, yes, yeah, just a nickel. Oh, the God. white fellow said, well, here's a quarter and take four of the with you. Oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wild man Steve. Wild man Steve is, by the way, African-American. <laughs> oh. Don't worry, that'll be edited. We can't yeah, have, yeah, we can't of have course. it on a family-friendly show, but... Yeah, but wild, wild man wow. Steve. Wild man Steve. Tell it like it is. Now look. You just made me blush. Yeah. 
Now, here's the crazy thing is that people listen to Richard Pryor, and he's like one of the most well-known comedians ever. Yeah. And he said that stuff every All the time. 30 seconds. All the time. So Wild Man Steve took probably a whole two minutes to get to his yeah. offensive content. I mean, wild <laughs> 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 man, Steve. Oh, man, Steve. You, know? you just... Wild Man Steve just shows you that culture keeps shifting to where, you know, it's why we can look hundreds and hundreds of years back and just kind of go, what were we thinking? You know, people (laughs) threw their their chamber pots in the street. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, you know, women wore lead powdered makeup, which basically uh, killed them. Slowly, I mean, made them really dumb, ridiculous. ridiculous. Um, Wild Man Steve, I mean, (laughs) Wild Man Steve. People were like, "Let's go see Wild Man Steve." Wow, that I'm gonna. (laughs) I I, that's gonna live with me for a while. (laughs) I was not expecting that at all. I mean, at all, not at all, not at all. Right. I mean, well, you know, as soon as he, as soon as he encountered a white dude, yes. I kind of had a feeling you that had a something feeling that something was happening. Something was about to happen. It was All about right. to blow up. Well, let's turn the tide, shall we? Let's go for another round of disco single. That's going to be my guess. That's just my guess what this is. Um, it's it's somebody called Xavier, uh, with an X, by the way. Like Xerus or Xerus. <laughs> I don't know if it's 45. Let's see. Xanadu. We'll be able to tell immediately if I have to turn this up faster. There we go. Okay. Yeah, no, it was 33. Yeah. All right, here we go. Wild Man Steve. Mall bounce to the ass. Oh, yeah. Work that sucker to death. Work that sucker to death. What is that? This is just like a P-Funk song. Wow. Listen to that mood bass. Everybody's got a vocal part. Here comes the deep bass singer. No doubt. It's coming. It says special thanks to George Clinton on here. You so, called it. You totally called it. He's our inspiration. Yeah, he's like, do it this way. Yeah. Do you ever see George Clinton live? No. It was... I saw him once live, and in it was 90s? like this, and it was like... No, it was in 2004, and it was, you know, one long jam after another. It was still good, though. It was good. It was good. It was Wait more a featuring That's other Bootsy. artists. Less Wait, was that Bootsy Collins? Yeah. Bring it back. Sorry, Bring is, it back. This is too famous. We can't listen to this. We're gonna get in trouble. Listen. Let me hear that one more time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's Bootsy. Yo, Collins. Gabba Gabba. So hold on. Groove is in the hall. Unfortunately, this is a a, um, a a black record with red writing on it, so I can't read it at all. <laughs> 1980- Those are my high school colors. 1981, Bruce. 
the last show we did was full of 1981s. I don't know what it is. You must bring out the 1981. That's tonight. our theme right there, 1981. Yeah, I don't. All right, so I apologize to anyone who cares. Xavier basically hired Bootsy Collins and George Clinton to make another P-Funk song for their Without, Yeah. So I had no idea. I, I just saw the front of this. We knew who the hell they were. Well, yeah, yes. We, we, you know, on this show, we do make mistakes. The point well, of the show is to not know what we're listening to. We yeah. want to hear. I don't even know if I'm going to put things, that on. forgotten, unknowns, who the hell are you is the name. And that's why we're like, uh, if we knew it. And that's the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. It messes it all up. But that's okay. It happens. I mean, and I just don't want to get sued. So what would I say? Or what would you say? Sue me for what? If we had a little, I don't speak the language. And I want you to tell me what language this is. Just, just give me your best, uh, give me your best estimate of what language we're about to hear. I'm going to say Italian. Okay, good. Oh, the language of sad. Ooh, oh. disco. Qui est la belle inconnue? Close. La femme en bleu seule à sa table. Le table. Je me fous de l'avoir vue. Let's go across the Mediterranean over a little bit. J'aimerais qu'elle me regarde. Oh, little west. Hold on, hold on. I'm not very good at geography. <laughs> Well, when we're there, Portuguese? we'll have some snails and some breeze. French? Yes. Uh, it is from. My wife, this is going to be very disappointing to me. Sorry, man. Yes, this is Super Vedettes du Palmer, 20 Chansons Originales. We're listening to Michael Louvain with Le Dame en Bleu, The Lady in Blue. Not to be confused with Lady in Red from the movie with Gene Wilder and Kelly LeBrock. Yes. There it is. Nanette Workman. Paul Vincent looks like Elton John. <laughs> Maybe he is. Maybe that's what Elton John went by in France. Chatelaine. Luc Cousineur. Chantal Paris. Sacha Distel. Nicole Martin. Sheila. We've had a few French artists on face the podcast. Face A and Face B. Yes, Face, face it's A. not Side A, Side it's Face A. Oh, or Face So your face is called a side? Yeah, I guess. I'm going to slap your side. Go ahead. Why'd you slap me in the face? You told me to. I, I said it to you in French. <laughs> Son of a gun. <laughs> de la dame en bleu. Le madame en bleu. Toi, ma belle, belle inconnue. Tu m'as tiré, tu me charmes. Tu m'as rendu amoureux. Has that grandma got de run over by a ringer? <laughs> oh, the goose is on the table. And the pudding made of figs. <laughs> Done. Fine. Thank you. We're good. He's putting his heart into it. I know he was. He was. But all of we, it. We can't really 
uh, there's certain things that we we like to let continue and certain things that we can't let continue. I mean, Wild Man Steve or or French Disco. <laughs> One of the two. Now, Bruce, last time we had a choice. We had a choice to make of um, a bunch of compilations, and you chose last time. I chose the Philly poorly. Represent. <laughs> you chose Philly as you know to represent your home, you know, home turf. But I risked it all. Yeah, I'm going to place it all on Philly for 900. But we do have a, a special record that is 20 tracks by 18 Northern UK bands, which for those of you out there, Northern UK means. Scotland and Wales, mm-hmm. maybe Northern Ireland, mm-hmm. um, but you, you would normally think that that's what they're talking about. It's interesting that they say that. So um, let's listen to side four. With uh, They're very specific about it, you know, Northern UK, so yeah, just yeah. don't like settle no, down. There's nobody. It's in, Northern UK. No Brighton, no, no London, no Londoners, no Manchester, Brighton, Crikey. <laughs> Sorry, that's Australia. <laughs> Whoa. They obviously needed drum machines too. They do. Drum they machines really change the face of recording. Because people could just do this in their bedroom. Yeah. Which it sounds like they did. That's right. You could at least take what you record in the bedroom and say, look, this is what I mean. Right. Make it sound better. Yeah, now make- you have a frame of reference. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Really- you've got like all the possibilities in the world. Oh, wait a minute. This is an instrumental. Hold on, everybody. It's time for our instrumental selection. <laughs> it's Sunya with Sundub. Right upside our heads. We could make up our own lyrics if we wanted. We could be like, living in the UK, in the northern of UK. Not the southern. Scotland, Wales, all the people up here. Don't like those wankers down there. <laughs> they can't come and get us now. We have our own record label. Your secret safe with me. <laughs> Please keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Art direction from Ken Artsell. Organization from Nigel Burnham. Sleeve concept by Dorothy. Are you just reading the credits? Dorothy Carr, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> See, look, they even have a weird map. They're like, this is what the coast of England looked like before the Vikings tore it apart. And everyone's like, we need a synthesizer and a drum machine. Just that's it. Hold down the, the, that chord. Don't let go. Yeah, don't. <laughs> I can't, it's stuck. My hand is cramping. <laughs> Please. I mean, if this was coming through like a little transistor radio, it would sound really good because they mixed it so there's no bass. Tight. It's just all synth and that clicking sound. So if you were just like rocking down a Welsh avenue, <laughs> you'd be we like... We're gonna rock down to a Welsh avenue. <laughs> And then we'll hold our transistor radio on top here. <laughs> we have a lot of material on here, Bruce, so uh, why don't you pick another one? Okay. Now, I'm going to give you a, a, a disclaimer. We've already played, including that one, we've played three tracks off this record before okay. on previous episodes. One was the one about Moscow, because somehow we got on a Russia tip. Indians in Moscow? Yeah. Okay. No, we, that was my Thanksgiving uh, oh, okay. choice. Indians right. in Moscow, yes. It sounded familiar. Um, yes. 
So pick pick something else. That, well, the one that jumped out at me. Yes. And I just lost it. Uh oh. Um. Oh. Well. Uh. What do you say? What do you say by by Pulp? Is Pulp the band that was still around? I, I don't know, but it just it reminded me of this because this if children's Pulp book started that, in that my 81, kids read all the time. They would have been they would have been middle aged by the nineties when they when they were competing with Oasis for, you know, being a bunch of wankers. All right, here we go. Uh, what do you say, Pulp? Second track. The drop is good. And I do like pulp in my orange shoes, so. Oh, you're the pulpy guy, huh? Yeah. It's like a meal. <laughs> oh, oh, come oh on. wait, 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 wait. Come on. Hold on. The guy's like, listen, listen. I'm going to start the song on guitar, and you just come in. We're going to keep this take, two, guys. One, two, three, four. One, two, one, two, three, four. Oh, he's a little fast. One, two, three, four. Two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Oh, oh man! Downbeat? What the heck? Oh, good lord! If I were a, a, an exact like listening to this, <laughs> I'd be like, "Get out!" Yeah, we're, we're not putting this on the record. I mean, I'm gonna guess this is not the pulp of later years. I mean, there's art, there's artistic maneuvers and music. I just don't think that was one of them. No. No, the drummer was like, I don't care what you just yeah. did. We're going to play my way. Wow. But these all sound like they were recorded in the same bedroom. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's in the same place. Or they're all given the same cassette four track to use. That's direct. That, that's not even through an amp. That's just an electric guitar going directly into the, into the recording yep. device. Because they're like, we don't use distortion. What do you, that's for Zeppelin fans. It's like one of those things where you kind of, you can kind of tell, or you can guess who kind of produced this. It's the guy playing the guitar. Ooh. It's like the, the thing that you hear the most. I'm going to let this be the background for a second. Here's an extract from Vague Zine, interview between Tom Vague and Nigel Burnham. Making compilation albums has become a pretty contentious business in the last couple years. Not least, perhaps, because many people would say the best of the genre have already been made. An album like Hicks from the Sticks, for instance, can never be repeated. Now we have to find Hicks from the Sticks. If anybody has Hicks from the Sticks, We're going to repeat it. And then Nigel says... It's not really a question of repeating Hicks. All that album did was to reflect what was happening in Northern England in 1980. Oh, maybe this isn't Scottish. Maybe they're keeping it in the English. Possibly. Mm. I this like, a, I like maybe your Nigel called, character, by the way. Maybe they just didn't recognize it back then. They were mean. Uh, it just uh, reflected what was happening in Northern England in 1980. This attempts to do the same, to show what is happening in Yorkshire, Lancashire, and Teesside, two years on, if albums subsequent to successful compilations are judged to be inferior in comparison, that reflects on the nature of the times, nothing else. Hmm. But then he responds, but there is still a re- selection process involved. Bruce and I say, not really. I don't think so, <laughs> yeah. 
Let's throw a dart at the wall and see where it lands. Sure, making compilations is all about the exercise of options, and nobody is going to be inclined to feel that you made the best possible choice of tracks, which is why these albums always tend to be critically underestimated. Apart from whether or not the music they feature is perceived to be, quote, good, unquote, their true worth or otherwise... Did he really say or otherwise? <laughs> only becomes apparent in later years. Well, I'm here to tell you, we're about 41 years on. And, I mean, I, I can't say it's... it's I can't, I'm just like, why would you let that go? You right. know, like that was clearly just... I, I can say that I like the song, but the recordings are just... They're hard to listen to. Yeah. They're, they're, like I said, if we had a little transistor radio with a mm -hmm. th two and a half inch speaker, mm -hmm. you'd be like, oh, yeah. what's that? You and there know? were a lot of those back then. But you're I, you you're know, walking around Northern England, you know, your dad's coming out of a steel <laughs> mill and you're like, dad, listen to this. And it's like, and he's like, you're the devil. <laughs> That's what it was. It was, it was kind of a. You've got three lashings coming your way, boy. I'll put it this way, Bruce. Um, we did get a glimpse of what life was like in 1981, Northern England, right there. Yes. Yes, we did. It was pretty crazy. Anyone who was there, let us know. You know, like Sting? <laughs> he was there. Yes. He was all... He was there. Go! Hey, hey, wait! Hi, Diva! Ah, it's trumpets. Everything sounds so bright back then. It does. It's, like, ah. It puts me in a good mood when I hear harmonizing trumpets. Wow. See, now that's an artistic choice. Not yeah. quite on, you know, but it just works. Yeah, you yeah. know, it's just... It, it does something. It makes you. It makes you feel something. Yep. And you makes just you, want more. Makes you feel like this. <laughs> the six thousand dollar man is right. always happy when he hears oh, trumpets. God, Lee. Thanks, Lee. <laughs> Watch out! They're coming in the back way. All I want right now is that little trumpet riff again. Yeah, yeah. Because it was so cool. It's coming back, but you need the violins. They need a little... They're, they're, they're laying the groundwork, man. They need they're some room to breathe. Up. They're setting you up. I love this so much. Ooh, now there's a steel string. That sounds different than the other guitars. There was like those big, big, big mm -hmm. guitars. Like the... Had a giant like silver disc yeah, on yeah. it with <laughs> holes in it. What purpose did that serve? What function? Just created this metallic sound. Oh, the resonator, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, this is awesome. And you can tell this was recorded just with one mic, probably, in a room. Because mm -hmm. they step forward, and then you can hear That's it right. more, and then they step back. Come back. And everybody's just having a good time. It's yeah. just fun. And you have the, the, uh, the guido yep. playing. Yep. Yeah, that's what sounds so. It's one guy, and that's all he's playing, and it's freaking awesome because he is just giving it. Oh he's yeah, that, he's just owning it, and 
it just re- it reminds me of a lot of uh, a lot of my like cousins when I when I we get together and there's a big party and we have like family members who are musicians and they play and yeah. that's what it is you know and then you have like four or five everybody and everyone sings too and, and it's just so beautiful yep there it is oh. <laughs> bro can you back that up and just, just I don't want to wait for the next one because we're almost over Ah, oh, dude, nice. You nailed it. Yeah, it's just behind it's the just beat. It's behind da, 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 da. it. It's almost like they start a little bit late mm-hmm. and then they rush to hit the next yep. downbeat. But man, the percussion is just so on mm-hmm. that it doesn't matter. Yep. And that you know, and it's just like you, you've got these these other instruments like the bass. It's just back there, and he's just doing the same thing over and over again. Yep. And it's just... But they're tight. You've you got a job, and you need, you know, and you're doing it, and it's nothing without you. And even though you're doing the same thing, it seems very menial, it seems very basic, but it is just so important to the entire scope of the song. That's right. It is a, it is a um, example of the sum of the parts, mm-hmm. um, you know, or, or the, 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 the result is greater than the sum of its parts. That's right. And I often tell musicians, you know, students that too, where I'm like, look, you may think you're just doing this thing, but when you put it all yeah. into context, it's a huge difference. If we removed... If you the- isolated <laughs> just the bass and you just let that go, like, it's the same thing over right. and over and over again. Yeah, it yeah, is, yeah. but... You know, and the, and, the, and the Guido, it, it's just the same thing over and over and over again. But, like, you don't understand. Like, you need that foundation, you know. Like, every recording has that. You listen to any recording, you know, has all these parts. And it's just, you have the same thing over and over again, you know, just, just laying that foundation. You know, you have to have, like, a groundwork to, to, to build on, you know. Yeah. And that's what that is. That's what we call a rhythm section, ladies right. and gentlemen. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That was cool. The man. rhythm section is important if it's not there then nothing else can happen but nothing else can happen right now either because we're out of here oh my gosh it goes so quick it goes quick we could listen to music all day and sometimes we do but we will see you next time don't forget to tip your bartender and go out and support some live music near you Thanks, Bruce, for coming by. Thank you, Dan. Don't forget to listen. Just listen to something that you've never heard of before. Don't be scared. Walk right on in. Stretch out your arms. I'm hurt. <laughs> oh, shit. Let the love light shine.